Hello, everybody, and welcome to season two, episode twenty of Screen Champs. I'm your host Dubs here with my co-host, the Mad Man Mo. What's going on, brother? What's happening, man? Uh, today's episode we got we got jam packed episode today. We're gonna hit you with two reviews. We got Bullet Train and Vengeance. We're gonna be talking some relationship stuff. A little Dane Cook, uh, Will Smith apology, some Lady Gaga stuff, and uh, we're gonna break down what's going on with Warner Brothers and HBO because things are out of control. Uh, the first thing that we're going to know here, and I do not care about it all, is that uh, Kim K and Pete Davidson broke up after nine months. So, thoughts and prayers, uh, Pete Davidson and Kim Kardashian. How do you think Kanye's feeling right now? Kanye's stoked, yeah. He's he's probably turning it up right now. <laughs> like, he's got some friends. Travis Scott's probably at the oh, house. Yeah. Like, Kid Cudi, maybe they made amends. You know, they're all turning up. Ooh, hopefully. Um, <laughs> But Pete Davidson has her tattooed on him, I think. And I think maybe her kid's name's on himself. I mean, he's got a shit like, like tattoos, but yeah, his relationship with tattoos is weird because he has so many of them. And then he was like, wait, hold up. I actually want to be an actor. Yeah. Started getting some of them lasered off, but then he went ahead and got some other dumb tattoos. Yeah. Like my girl is a lawyer, things like that. You know, I think his relationship with tattoos is so, I think he sees them as temporary. Like, honestly, I just don't. I think there's any other way to like he, you're talking about he's getting them lasered off like he's getting new ones on uh one of our group chats someone sent a picture of him with like just a shirt off so, like, i don't think he cares but yeah he does have uh the kids like <laughs> initials i think tattooed and, but yeah i mean if you look to Pete davidson he doesn't give a shit it doesn't like it means nothing to him he'll just like tattoo over it whatever he doesn't care at all do you think he's gonna get someone better than ken like Kim is the high. Everyone thought Ariana Grande was the highest he could ever get. There was like, oh, no one's gonna top that. And he got Kim Kardashian, who is like, no, <laughs> she's like, I mean, I don't want to say like, I was gonna say like one of the most influential women in the world, and I don't know if is. that's true, but I kind of want to believe it. Right? I mean, if she's not, who is? She's done a lot of bad deals though, but like, she is like, oh you know, yeah, I mean, out there running the world. Yeah, she's a very successful person. Yeah, very, very successful. The whole family is extremely successful. She had that, you know, like the, like those credit cards. They just with her name on it. Like you just like get a credit card. Why not? Everyone goes into like twenty thousand dollars in debt. Like it's like a fake card. <laughs> she was getting those type of deals. Yeah, that's good. Hey, it's something. Kylie's a billionaire. They're very successful. But Pete Davidson is he going to do better? I mean, I don't know. Everyone, if we had the same conversation after Ariana Grande, everyone would have been like, no way, dude, no way. There's, and then, you know, all of a sudden he's dating Kim Kardashian. <laughs> and so it's like, who knows? So I'm not going to sit here and doubt this guy who's like batting a thousand. You know what I mean? Like, who who am yeah. I? Who am I to say that he's he's, he's going to do whatever he wants, clearly? I'm not. I'm in no position to <laughs> challenge him. That that shirtless pick, so, someone out there, there's a celebrity right now that saw that pick. It's like, I need that. And they're like, no. And they're like, mm. no, I do. And then next thing you know, like Oprah Winfrey with like Pete Davidson or something. Oh, that would actually, that's a little zag, right? It's a little zag, but I don't hate it. <laughs> I don't hate it. That's Ellen DeGeneres. How about that? Yeah. That's, I mean, I think she's married, but that's also, that'd be a big zag as well. Uh, bigger zag, I think, than Oprah somehow. Uh, bigger zag. Yeah, that you, you never know. You never know. <laughs> I'm down. I'm excited. I know people are uh, tired of Pete. I'm, I'm, exci- I'm pumped. Yeah, I'm here for Pete Davidson content only because he never seems to care what anyone thinks. So I get maybe that's why I'm like I find it kind of attractive actually. Uh, so maybe, <laughs> like, what to yeah, his dubs? And it's Pete, gonna be like. me next. 
Um, You're like, we don't do anything sexual, but we just hang out. You know, like we're just yeah. this, that's my guy. Every now and then MGK shows <laughs> up, but Pete's my dude. Pete's my guy. No, I could see that. I could see that. But I just, you know, he's always been so measured. He's never been like, holy shit, I'm the guy. He's never seemed cocky at all. And I feel no. like he's always had a thousand reasons to possibly be that. And he just never has been. So I think he's really easy to just kind of like. Uh, I got no problem with Pete Davidson. I'm cool with Pete. I like Pete. All right, Pete, uh, open invitation. Obviously, as you know, we've already texted about it, but you can always hop on the show whenever you want. If you want to share some ideas. Whenever or you're ready. Us, whenever whenever you're a movie, ready. Let us know. I know you You got some free time now because uh, Kim and the kids, you know, no uh, more babies. Bodies, bodies, bodies interview, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, that'd be good. That'd be good. All right, Pete. Well, I'll, I'll shoot you another DM. We'll figure it out. All right. Um, <laughs> this is so, man, man, you're a big Dane Cook guy, right? Uh, huge. I love him. A huge Dane Cook to guy. To fault. Yeah. And the I, Waffler. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's funny. Yeah. When we were kids, we thought he was. <laughs> what's so funny about that? We thought he was funny. Well, because I was like, I was like, I was like, this is comedy. <laughs> and someone looked at me and was like, it's not, that's not comedy. I was like, it, it is. Sufi. No, I was out there super fingering the whole world. You know, I thought that's, that's what it was. I mean, it was for a second. He was, he was killing right. the game for a minute. Shoes. What shoes? No, no. Fuck shoes. <laughs> shoes. <laughs> Listen to this guy with shoes. <laughs> you. Shoes over here. Burger King. Like, he thought he was the Burger King. What a dick. Like, that was funny. That was good stuff. So I get the job because I have one older brother, my brother Daryl. He's the manager. And I'm like, this is going to be awesome because my bro manager hooked me up. He was a dick. He thought he was the Burger King. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he was on the MTV Movie Awards and did like a five minute like segment. Like he did like yeah. a five minute little spot. Pop culture. The little super like with the with the Superman shirt. He should have been in the chest as he Huge. bleed. I'm not the only person here. When you see somebody walking down the street wearing a Superman T-shirt, you just want to shoot him in the chest. <laughs> and when they start to bleed, go. I guess not. Don't wear the shirt. Wear a shirt that says, I bleed if you shoot my chest plate, and I will not shoot your chest plate. That was all about it. <laughs> That's great. No, I mean, hits. Nothing but hits. Um, so, Dane Cook is in the news because him and his longtime girlfriend, Kelsey Taylor, got engaged. The, the, the best tweet, I feel like the tweet that I've always seen attached to that like image is, oh, I hope a long time isn't more than five years. Because the reason this is a story is because they started dating when Dane Cook was 45 and Kelsey Taylor was 18. Uh, so they've been Instagram officials since 2017, I guess, open about this relationship. Madman, you've been aware of it since then. You had said when they started dating, you were kind of like, oh. And you had seen some internet chatter about it. <laughs> but now that they've gotten engaged, it seems like everyone's just interest has been invigorated. And uh, people are going in on Dane Cook and his 27-year age difference. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's kind of rough. It's a little rough. It, yeah. I, I did the whole, I think, like, Sex by the City. Like, Sex in the City. Uh -huh. like sex in the City. The, the, I think they did the thing where it's, like, it's half your age plus seven. Like that's Is like that where that comes from? Go. Interesting. I think that's where it comes from. Yeah. To be clear, that is not where it comes from. And, I have uh, heard that. And so that would be like if he's fifty, like thirty-two. I guess maybe like two and three. Like maybe he thought he, you know, that <laughs> worked. You know, when she was eighteen, he was like, "Wait, hold up. When you're twenty, yeah, 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 this, this works. We have to wait five years, and then we'll make it, you know, like legit." 
We'll make it official. Um, yeah, this is like I don't know if I'm shallow or I'm just like judgy, right? Mm. But like I don't know how much money he had like five years ago. So maybe that's why like it's kind of strange because if you're a broke Dane dating an eighteen year old, like super gross. But if you're like super rich Leo, like money, like Dane Cook dating eighteen year old, it's like ah, you're a billionaire. It's fine. Interesting. Oh, yeah. is that weird? Well, it's not. <laughs> it, you know, it's funny because obviously. It looks crazy, and I'm not sure how yeah. old Leo is. I'm not going to start attacking Leo here, but I know that there's like because that's the thing with Leo yeah. is like he dates like supermodels, like then. 19 year old, like okay, yeah. and they're like, oh he's dating a 19 year old in France, and you're like oh well you know when in Rome what are you going to do? Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> you're like yeah, I don't think this chick was. I don't think she's European. Yeah, <laughs> I think she was like from Burbank or something that they cook found at a show one day. I don't know. Well, she was at the game night. I don't know. He, he's, there's these pictures of game nights. It's one of okay. these things that th- there was some thread breaking down all the underage people who are at these game nights. Oh, and, shit. I mean, a lot of them, they're like significant others and things like that and teenagers. Right. I don't know. They're not all. It's not just Dane Cook and a bunch of 16-year-olds. There's like a diverse group of people, and all of I them are not. in entertainment. Like Joey okay. King, who's in Bullet Train, was at one of them when she was like 17 years old. But oh, this has God. the potential to like... An unnamed source has said that they were attacked. Like this could be like the beginning of the end for Dane Cook. I don't think so. I'm sure. I'm sure. Hopefully, gosh, they were all fine. But every time I see one of these pictures, it just seems so menacing. With like this person was 16, they were seven. I was like, oh geez, all right, yeah. Because again, Dane Cook was in his 40s the whole time this is happening. Yeah, but I think he's gotten better. I think he's in a better spot now than he was like five years ago. Like so financially, I think he's better to yeah. like. Like, yeah, for sure financially, but I think he's better, like, more mature to, like, attack this or something like that. Um, <laughs> he does. Have you ever been to his, like, uh, Twitter spaces that he does? No. Bro, it's wild. <laughs> it's like, he's like, it's, it's, it's like, it's like Vengeance, the movie. And it's just Dane Cook talking for, like, 30 minutes, saying, like, some of the wildest shit, you know, like, Interesting. all smart stuff, intellectual stuff. Oh, okay. And then I always put a request so I could, like, you know, you know how you could, like, yeah, request get fans in? Yeah, I'm trying to talk with them. It, it never pans out. A lot of girls okay. get, you know, they get a lot, a lot. of love. <laughs> yeah, nice. <laughs> okay, well, let's hear. So they started dating, right, right now they're 50, he's 50, she's 23. They started dating okay. when he was Oof. 45, she was 18. So I want to do, like, a little game. Where you're Dane Cook, and I'm okay. I'm his uh, 18 year old girlfriend. All right. Um, so you just say anything to me. Okay. Uh, hey, it's Dane. <laughs> hey, Dane. Sorry, my math teacher gave me extra homework. I can't talk right now. My parents suck. Ugh. School sucks. School fuck, sucks. Fuck school. Yeah. So that's schooly is what I call right. it. That's scenario one. Uh, say, say something else. Um. Do you want to watch Employee of the Month with me? It's a movie I did back in the day. <laughs> Dane, I was way too young to go to the movies when that came out. Also, my mom is being so mean, and she won't let me leave. I got my car taken away. This sucks. And those are conversations with Dane and his girlfriend. So that's really exciting. I didn't know what to say after that. Like, <laughs> oof, that's like a lot. <laughs> it's just crazy. It just feels like... There's so many uh, these stories. And it's like, it's legal, right? Like, there's nothing illegal about it. It just, I mean, it's like, I don't see what a 45, what I think I said when we were chatting about it and everyone was talking about it, it was like, 
if there's like, if he's hanging out with like 16 year old 17 year old dudes like maybe that's just where he's at you know he's just like yeah. it's just yeah but it's kind of this weird like ugh, it's just kind of gross it's like mm-hmm. oh yeah she's yeah, very mature for her for age sure. it's like what the hell are they talking about like he's more than double her age like she lived if she lived again she's still not even as old as him it's just crazy um but whatever it's legal they're happy uh, yeah, she lived again <laughs> You know, yeah, if she lived and then just like it just unfolded and it was she was like a butterfly and it was like equal on yeah. both sides. It's like, oh, I'm actually more than 18. I'm like double what you thought. It's still yeah. younger than Dane Cook. 36. He's like, I'm 50. Yeah. He's like, I'm um, super old. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, yeah. I, and I don't want to talk about like double standards to you, like roles reverse. Mm. Like, I still think that's gross. You know, if it's like 18 year old dude and 50 year old woman. Sure. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm good for them and their matrimony. I know a lot of people are like giving. I, I think a lot of comedians are giving them like love and support. I want to say, yeah, right. I, I mean, I feel like I've seen know. Dane in uh, like a few <laughs> podcasts recently and talk yeah, about it. And like, oh yeah, oh. I, I just got engaged. And they're like, oh, that's great. You know, that's awesome. But he's yeah. Well, yeah, he's I'm been sure very careful on on admitting the age. <laughs> and I haven't listened <laughs> to fiance. any of those podcasts, but I'm sure that if you give him a chance to speak, he'll be totally like nice about it, and it'll feel totally normal. Oh, yeah. And he'll say like, "Hey, I know how it looks, but believe me, like here's cool." I I read somewhere that he's like friends with her dad, and her dad and family are like totally supportive of it. Yeah, and usually it's like, that's okay. I think for sure. Like I don't. You would want to hope that's how it goes, right? Not well, like yeah. rock stars in the past that were like, you know, like getting sixteen-year-old chicks on tour with them and figuring out a contract. Like, hey, you're gonna you know, <laughs> with the parents. We're we're Jesus. together. It's <laughs> so weird. It's I so think weird. it's super weird. It's, well, because then you're like, well, Dane, you're like forty some. Maybe date someone around your age, right? You could do that, Dane. Not even his age. Just someone who's not a teenager, right? Like, let's say she was like twenty six. I don't think anyone will bat an eye. It's like, hey, what were you doing last year? It's like, oh, it was my senior dance. Like, oh, yeah. I was. <laughs> you want to go watch a movie? Sorry, Dane, it's grad night. <laughs> I can't yeah. do it. Jeez yeah. Louise, that's super weird. <laughs> yeah, like, hey, let's go to a bar. Oh, I can't. Yeah, a oh, couple okay. more years for me, hun. <laughs> let's not wait till you're twenty. Let's yeah. wait a little longer. Twenty three. Make it feel like yeah. <laughs> Make it feel um. Fun. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like I'm kind of like all right with it. Well, I mean, like I said, it's I like I'm literally. Okay. It's, I mean, it is legal. I mean, I don't know. So it's like we can all we can all be like, this is gross, but it's not. It's not legally wrong. I don't know because then it's like he just has to be with her forever. Because once she's fifty, he's like what seventy seven, right? Mm. Is that what it's gonna be? Probably. I'm just gonna say yes. There you go. I think that'd be all right. <laughs> And then if he's like in a wheelchair and stuff like that and just can't even walk, like he would still be Dean. Like he'll find a way to make it fun. Okay. So you're saying like she's having the time of her life. She's chilling, bro. <laughs> she made it. <laughs> I just hope he has more money now than what he did like well, when they first got together. Yeah, play. he's definitely on his comeback tour. I'm not sure how uh getting engaged to a twenty three year old is gonna help, but you know what? We're all yeah, we're all doing stuff. <laughs> That's true. We're That's all doing very true. And again, even if she was 23, like when he met her right now, I don't think people yeah. would bat an eye. They'd be like, all right, yeah. this is a 23-year-old. She's out there, like, living it's life. 50. She's trying to get with the celebrity. 
this is a type of human that exists, so be it. But when it's like, oh, they met when she was 17, started dating when she was 18, it feels a little bit like, oh. oh they met at 17? Oh, well, apparently, so this is, according to this, like, article that I read on who knows what the fuck it is dot com, um, they yeah. were, that's not the actual website. I know that but, website. Yeah, it's like, yeah, look it up. Um, <laughs> it was like, oh, they, the first time she was on his Instagram at a quote-unquote game night um, was posted like when she was 17 but she was turning 18 that month or something so yeah that's i don't know it's just was you just like hope that she has a chance you hope she's happy whatever i don't know it's i mean obviously if they're happy it's great i don't know i'm sure they're chilling they're i hope they're happy yeah well everything they've said they've been like i said they've been instagram official since 2017 that's the other thing it's like just because you got away with something once doesn't mean the internet's gonna let you get through go through with it again so in 2017 they're like hey we're dating and everyone's like yeah whatever and then, you know, five years later, they're like, hey, we're getting engaged. We're like, engaged. No, no, no. Hold up. What? <laughs> I've been keeping records for the yeah. past five years. I've been waiting for this Doing day too day. much, Dane. You're going down. Yeah. Also, he that's was crazy. at his lowest like five years ago, I think. So Yeah, I'm telling you. I that's think why he like, was no one broke. Cared. Yeah. You know, but now, <laughs> yeah, you're yeah, right. He's true. been on a couple podcasts. He's out here with his face surgery that he got looking like. He's got a, yeah, what's up with his face, bro? You seen that? Yeah, call him Dane Cooked. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah. It's weird. It's weird. It's looking wild. It is wild. Yeah, it's looking wild. But it's not old. It's just manufactured. No, it's just Hollywood. It's Hollywood, yeah. baby. There you- <laughs> it's Hollywood, it's just- baby. It's what we do. That's what happens. You live on, yeah, you live off Sunset Boulevard a little long, you know, you start looking like a freaking, <laughs> <laughs> like a wooden, like, sa- saddle or something. I don't know. He <laughs> looks wild. So, it's so real. Good for him, though. I hope he's happy. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I think he's. I, I'm sure he's, he's having like, a great time. He looks a little weird, but he looks good. I hope you know. I think he's, he's chilling. Yeah. Every every video I see of him now, where like TMZ's running up to him, he's like, hey, "What's going on, guys? Yeah, I'm just just out here living life like a normal dude." And like, "Hey, all right, Dane, you know, we'll leave you alone." He's like, "No, no, no. Ask me a question. Come on, walk with me." Like, it seems like he's really wanting the attention right now yeah um and everyone you know there's like the comments like oh look at good guy dane out here be nice to paparazzi i'm like bro he is eating this up right now he oh, wants yeah. to be back in the in the spotlight that's why so. he's doing those uh, twitter spaces getting people in there talking yeah and he's like talking to people like oh well, I, I, ask me the question they're like oh like, any advice for a young comedian he's like yeah yeah i do have some i do have some. And he'll go on a spiel for like 20 minutes my dumb ass is there i'm like oh yeah this is the truth baby <laughs> but this is just some dude just talking you know, like anyone just there's gonna be an yeah. audience well yeah i mean he's dane cook and he's still there's there's people that grew still up got that name yeah those are the great tweets too i saw it's like oh when i was in high school um i thought i, I had a huge crush on dane cook and he was 20 years older than me i had no idea that i was like too young for him at the time it's like damn uh all his tweets are just great yeah i mean you're young and you know people do that like i don't know if you had people like that in your high school I have like a notebook or a folder, a bunch of pictures of this old ass like musicians and stuff. They're like, oh yeah, it's Axl Rose. I love Axl Rose. I'm like, bro, that guy's like dead. Yeah. Well, plot twist, they probably still have a chance. That's well now they're older. Now they're in their 30s. So Amen. It wouldn't be weird. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. So ne- next up here, we got Will Smith. Will Smith back in the news. Uh, when were the now this i can't no i'm just kidding yeah this is unforgivable <laughs> now this yeah, yeah. if he was only dating chris rock's daughter then it'd be okay um <laughs> all right so oscars oscars 2022 we're in march all right so you got march april may june july 
August. So like four four months and a little bit. Okay. Will Smith has been quiet. We haven't heard much from him. We haven't heard anything from I feel him. Like the, yeah. Um he it was like a five minute video. Here we'll play a little bit of it uh, in a second, but essentially he addresses not apologizing the acceptance speech, apologized to Chris Rock and his family. Um, said there's no part of him that thinks it's like appropriate. Let's everyone know that Jada didn't tell him to do anything. Apologize to everyone else who was nominated. Um, one of the things that really stuck out to me that made everything feel a little bit more real and not manufactured is when he said, he said something where he's like, I'm trying to be remorseful without being ashamed of myself. Like I made a mistake. I'm human, but I'm trying not to feel like a piece of shit, which I thought was really interesting and a kind of an interesting thing to say when you're sending out an apology uh, it almost feels like not the right thing to say, but I, I don't know. I, when I heard that, I was like, I get what he's saying. And then, um, you know, and he said, again, apologize. kind of said he's committed to putting life, love, and joy out in the world. But here, we'll play a little bit of it right now. I've reached out to Chris, um, and the, mes- the message that came back is that uh, he's not ready to talk. And when he is, he will reach out. Um, so I will, I will say to you, uh, Chris, I apologize to you. Uh, my behavior was unacceptable, and I'm here whenever you're ready to talk. I, I want to apologize to Chris's mother. I saw an interview that Chris's mother did, and... You know, that was one of the things about that moment. I just didn't realize and, you know, I wasn't thinking, but how many people got hurt in that moment. But I can say to all of you, there is no part of me that thinks that was the right way to behave in that moment. Disappointing people is my central trauma. Um, I hate when I let people down. It hurts. Uh, It hurts me psychologically and emotionally to know I didn't live up to uh, people's image and impression of me. The work I'm trying to do is I am deeply remorseful and I'm trying to be remorseful without being ashamed of myself, right? I'm human. I'm trying not to think of myself as a piece of shit. Um, So I would say to those people, I know it was confusing. I know it was shocking. Um, But I I promise you, I am uh, deeply devoted and committed to putting light and love and joy into the world and if you if you hang on, I promise we'll be able to be friends again. All right. So, uh, man, man, what did you think of Will Smith's apology here? Did you uh, listen to it, watch it? I did, and I liked it. I I, I like that he put it out, um, addressed it. There's a lot of apologies going around. Yeah, and uh, and I I still feel for Will Smith. I think even when it happened, I was like. I just feel bad for him. You know, he felt the need like he needed to do that, put himself in a weird spot, won the freaking award. You know, his thoughts were racing everywhere, yeah. I'm sure. You know, and uh, 
it's just a weird thing. Like I, I think he's done so much good and we all know Jada is wild and <laughs> I think that marriage is kind of wild, you know, I don't know this guy, his circuit, you know, break just like, you know, I don't know, man. Like I, I just feel bad for him. It made me feel bad for him. Like I, if that yeah. was his goal, what, you know, then he, he, he got me. But I don't know if that was his goal. I don't know. I don't even know if his PR team was involved, or is this just oh, I'm sure Will Smith they, doing it on his yeah, own? Yeah, sure that PR team is heavily involved. The or, lighting was really good. I don't know where he was at, but like, I mean, he was filming. Like it was, it was definitely. You know, there was like <laughs> little intro text and everything. It's like it's been a yeah. while or something like that. Yeah, uh, yeah, it was everywhere. I mean, a lot of people were saying like, oh, you know, an apology is between two men. It shouldn't be like. You know, like this, but it's like, well, he slapped the shit out of him on TV. Like, I feel like you have to ap- apologize in front of everyone too. I think that's part of it. We all saw it. Yeah, <laughs> so like it happened like behind the scenes at a night, like at a nightclub or something. It's like it was on TV. No, it's so true, and everyone saw it. It's yeah, and that, and that changes a lot of I think the way people's perception of it and how it was received. But you know, at this point. I mean, when he just, that last point, and I said it before, but when he's like, oh, I'm just, I'm trying not to feel like a piece of shit. I, I'm trying to be remorseful without being ashamed of myself. And, like, you know, he still has to live with himself. I, th- I think there's this weird, like, if everyone's mad at him, and he's, like, one of the biggest stars in the world, it's like, what do what do we want him to do next? Do we want him to never work again? Like, what like what's... What is the public need to feel okay about it? And everyone's answer is going to be different, right? Some people may say, well, he doesn't deserve to work again, whatever. Um, but it's not like he has this history of violence or anything. It's not like Chris Rock is going around, like, and we've given him, or I mean, Will Smith is going around, and we've given him a thousand chances, and he just keeps messing up. Yeah, I don't know. It's just, so what What else do we expect? Do we just want him to hate himself? You know, like, do you just want him to just sit at home and stew in it? Because uh, if not, you know, I think... The only thing you can give is time, right? That's the only thing as a celebrity you can say, I need to take some time out and figure it out. Um, for someone that's living life, you know, on display 24-7, I, I personally think taking four months off is a long fucking time. So, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm, ready for, I'm ready for more Will Smith in my life. I'm okay with it. I'm open to it. I'm not upset anymore. Um, still Team Chris Rock all the way, but uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm like waiting for him to be casted like in the role that's going to be like... Oh, like first rule sins. Yeah, you know, like he's 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 back. You know, or or is he? We'll see. Hopefully, it's like an indie, like a twenty four film or something. Oh, yeah. I like that. You know, like we haven't seen him in a while. You know, and there's a low key press tour on it, and then you just see him on screen. He was a great performance. And then wins another Oscar. Wouldn't that be crazy? Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> That would be wild. Chris Rock presents it. Insane. Slaps him. That's how I think. That's what I, I honestly think that should happen. I think that. You want like a live slap off. Like just, hey. No, not, slap not a back. slap off. It's just like a free slap. It's like, bro. Yeah. Like I. Yeah. I mean, you do that. If you if your friends mess up, you got You get a free hit. It is what it is. Like my bad, bro. You get one. You get a free one. That's literally like a plot point, I think, in the office. Okay. I think I've seen this twice. Once in the office. And then one in like a prison video where someone like got caught stealing and they had to slap him. And then like it was a sad video too. But it was no, like it's not a sad slap. video. That's just justice. Nothing wrong with yeah. the old justice. So he was I like, think, yeah, I think on TV, Will Smith, like he should be presenting an award or winning one, and Chris yeah. Rock should just walk out and smack the shit out of him. I think that's fair. 
Like the way he did it or like his his own way? Because the way he did it was comical. Well, he did it. It was forceful. It, it was like, felt fake when Ugh. he did it. I was like, man, like, wham. He's so much of an actor that even reality feels fake. It's like, boom. Like, it was a whole movie scene. It looked choreographed and everything. Correct. So, yeah, I need that. I need to see. I need to see Chris Rock smack Will Smith. Okay. All right. I'm down. I don't know how we could get this going, but I'm down. I don't know what hashtags we need or who we need to talk yep. to. Maybe I'm going to send Will Smith another DM. Like, hey, bro, I think you should just get slapped. Yep. Yep. That's a good way to start. Let's open up that communication. He's he's clearly back on socials, so he should read it. I don't see why not. Has he done another vlog? You know how he was doing those vlogs and stuff? Like, hey, it, it's Will. <laughs> you know? And uh, no. after a while now? <laughs> no, not that I've seen. But we'll see. I need to see that. More Will Smith probably coming soon here. Um, James Franco just got cast in a movie as Fidel Castro. Why not Will Smith, right? <laughs> <laughs> John Link was almost John Link was out of talking yeah, about he's that. So he's, like, he, he's not fucking Mexican. <laughs> he's, like, yeah. he's like, I got well, no problem yeah. with James, but what's going on here? Yeah. Yeah, he's not That's about it. So, you know, if James Franco can work, Seth Rogen won't even work with James Franco. Um, so let's, nah. uh, let's get uh, my man Will Smith a job. There you go. That's a Screen Champs uh, uh, request, by the way. So that's not... T-shirt idea, too. Yeah. <laughs> Get yep. Will Smith another job. I like that. I like that. Yeah. He uh, said sorry. Yeah. Sure what more sorry. do you people want? Did yeah. he slap you? Do you want you? him to wallow and die? Like, yes. Yes. Like, who, are you, who are you talking about? People are like, so intense like, on the oh. internet. Like, some of the comments, yeah. like, we'll oh, never bro, forgive you. We'll never forget. I'm like, Jesus, yeah. bro. <laughs> Yeah, and then you go check on their Twitter profiles. It's like the weirdest profiles too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Weirdos. People are weird on, on Twitter, man. Twitter is it's just true. a weird place. It's not. A, it's just not a lot of positive is going on there. That's for sure. Uh, but that's okay. Uh, next, next up in news here, we got Lady Gaga's confirmed to be in the Joker Two sequel, starring opposite Joaquin Phoenix. So Joker 2 is one of those things that they talked about. I didn't even think it was actually ever going to really happen. Uh, but apparently it is. And the working title is Joker um, Folie et Doux, which is, I'm assuming that's how it's pronounced. And essentially means a delusion shared by two people. So it seems like the Joker and she's going to be playing um, Harley Quinn, I guess. And they're just going to be crazy people in Arkham Asylum. Apparently it's a musical. Very random, but that's what we're doing. And the teaser, I don't know if you saw the teaser, it reminded me of like those old iPod commercials where like the people are just dancing and you see the iPod string. Uh, if anyone's seen the teaser, you'll know what I'm talking about. Um, I'm pumped for Joker TV. Okay. I, I'm excited. I, I, I think it's mainly going to take place in Arkham Asylum 2. Um, so that's going to be cool because I love the first film, but also like, mm-hmm. like I like this world that they built, but I don't like that they're like, oh, this isn't the Joker that you know. Like This, this is some other game. Yeah. yeah so i don't want to like i didn't want to see like another joker you know like i like this role yeah that they built. i want They're the joker just... i know <laughs> yeah i'm like i don't want there's gonna be another one like no, no, no i've seen like seven of them i was like let me let's, let's just do this joaquin phoenix type thing and so if he's gonna be inside arkham asylum all the time and i know there's gonna be a lot of like moments too like i don't think it's gonna be just straight up like let miserable obs or whatever the hell it is you know like I think it's gonna butcher the hell out of that, but I think it's gonna be like, you know, he's gonna be admitted, you know, like taking pills or whatever, and he looks at her, she looks at him, and then like you know, musical, yeah, and then little breaks here and there, maybe a little Batman cameo, not like him shows up and stuff, but like yeah. on TV or something, you know, you never know. 
He might, yeah, he might show up just to question the joke or something. But uh, Lady Gaga for Harley Quinn's a big get. Like that's that's no joke. Huge, huge. So I, you know, I'm here for it. The first one was great. Uh, the second one, I mean, musical doesn't sound good to me. I'm not not here for that. But whatever. You know, we'll see what happens. I, I feel like you like The Greatest Showman, though, right? Is I love The Greatest Show. It's a great movie. Yeah. This is The Greatest Show. I like that bearded lady. Yeah. she's. I mean, shout out to her. She was going through some stuff. But this is me. <laughs> Let us know. Uh, all right. Dub's low-key musical guy. Yeah. Huge. No, I mean, I like, well, I like The Greatest Showman. I like Grease. There you go. It's two movies. That's an OG hit. They were all also like, that high school was very problematic. Everyone was doing drugs. <laughs> oh, Greece? Yeah. Everyone was. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Was a bunch wild. of Dane Cooks looking for their wife out there. They were old. Old people. <laughs> Not good. But, you know, it's, a, it's, it's like, hey, on the Dane Cook scale, how old is this guy? Oh, he's 50. <laughs> like, ah. Full Dane. Like, Oops. <laughs> yeah. Good old Danny Cook right there. Huh? Have you been following this Warner Brothers HBO Max drama? Because uh, stuff's getting real out here. I I don't I like. How did Discovery Plus get into play here? Like how like how does this happen? It's just big companies. Who even has Discovery Plus. Do you have Discovery Plus? No, not yet. We all will soon. It's all. <laughs> it's coming. <laughs> Discovery Plus is coming, whether we like it or not. Discovery Plus and, and all HGTV favorites are coming. Uh yeah they well that's just a merger I think AT so I don't I don't exactly know how the merger I know AT and T and Warner Brothers merged I think that was one of them and the next one is like H or Warner Brothers and uh, Discovery Plus something like that I'm not 100 percent sure but I don't know we know so they made a lot of waves in 2020 when the then CEO of Warner Brothers was like we're putting our 2021 slate day and date like we're do theaters and we're gonna do HBO Max. And Correct. HBO Max got a lot of subscribers because of that. It started with Wonder Woman, I think was the first one. And they put a ton of their 2021 movies on there. They pulled back a couple. There's a couple that didn't go on initially, but they put a ton out. Now, that was controversial for a lot of reasons. Um, movie theaters didn't like it. A lot of creatives didn't like it. Christopher Nolan yeah. famously left Warner Brothers where he'd made all of his other movies. And now he's making a movie with Universal. So they they lost some stuff, you know. Denny, Denny he's he's out doing his own thing. But now he's gonna make the second one. It seems like everyone's happy now. But they yeah. ruffled a lot of feathers, and they're kind of they have a new CEO, and he's kind of scrapping all that. Um, but the big news, I think, that kind of the biggest thing and the big catalyst here is that Batgirl and Scoob, more specifically Batgirl was a movie that was slated to come out specifically on HBO Max. It had a $90 million price tag thus far. It's in post-production, along with Scoob 2, which was $40 million um, locked in, also in post-production, and they just canceled both of them. They're like, neither one's coming out. It's not happening, and they're just going to take it as a tax write-off. And so people are kind of like, what is going on? Um, and they, did you hear anything about his um, like quarter two earnings report and all the stuff he said? Oh no, nothing about that. Well, he kind of he kind of went in, so he just was pretty clear, like, "Hey, these DC movies matter. It's important to Warner Brothers, and essentially, like, we can't put out bullshit." Is really like what he said. I think oh, his, yeah, his, yeah. his exact quotes were: yeah. He said he wanted to put a team together to create a ten-year plan for DC properties, similar to Marvel, obviously. Um, he said these are brands that are known everywhere in the world, and as part of that, we're going to focus on quality. DC is something that we think we can make better, and we're focused on it now. 
The objective is to grow the brand, grow the characters, but our job is also to protect the DC brand, and that's what we're going to do. So clearly, I mean, he's looking at it and he's saying, hey, like, we have not fostered this correctly. We're over here making a Batgirl movie direct to streaming. This should be a blockbuster. And I guess they watched it and they said this just isn't up to snuff and we're not going to be able to spend enough money or it's not worth the money we're going to spend to get it there. So we're just going to scrap it. I thought it was very interesting. They said it's just not good enough for theaters, essentially. So I I like, I like think, you know, even we say that when we watch like a movie and we're like, oh, yeah, this feels like a like a streaming movie, which is now a thing. Like streaming movies are a thing. We know they wouldn't be successful, you know, in uh, movie theaters. But I know there is some where I'm like, man, this movie would have benefited in a movie theater with like the Gray Man. I feel like that would have benefited at the movie theater. But even watching it at home, I was like, yeah, this is you know, it kind of makes sense. Um, the thing that sucks about like making this like a tax write off is that if it's like a tax write off or whatever, then no one can watch this. Correct. And and for us, it affects us personally because. There is a Brendan Fraser renaissance going on. Yeah. And he's casted, you know, in the movie. And we're, like, hype. Like, oh, bro, he's going to play the villain in this. Like, that's going to be a good role for him to get back on track, right? He's in this A24 movie. Like, things are happening. And then, like, boom. Again, you know, this guy gets his shit in on the stick. Yeah. So that that sucks for me personally. I'll take a bad like Batgirl movie. Fuck it. Like I don't. I don't care. <laughs> no. <laughs> You're like, yeah. Absolutely not. No. I mean, and also this is the Man Man. Like, you know, like I, I like Suicide Squad. Like the David Ayer version. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. A lot of people man. don't. A lot of people don't. I, I realize every day don't. more and more how many people just do not like it. Yes. And it it could be a bad. I think it is a bad film. I just like it. Right. I don't know. Maybe I just. Love- like characters in the DC universe and just seeing a bunch of them, I was kind of cool with. Yeah. I mean, I think if you preface it by saying, hey, I know it's literally a bad movie, but I still like it. No one can argue with that. Yeah. I mean, maybe. I don't know. I'll put that on Twitter and then we'll see what people say. Yeah. Like, Like, I know it's a huge piece of shit and there's no redeeming qualities about it. I know that any person with good sense and respect for themselves <laughs> would dislike this movie. Well, I'm gonna put myself down. However, <laughs> however, I still I enjoy love it. the film. Hashtag thoughts. I amp it up. Yeah. yeah. Or I mean, whatever you want to do, something like that. Something like that. Hashtag Twitter space. I'm going. Yeah. I'm gonna start Twitter space and just like, hey, I'm gonna talk to you about my love for Suicide Squad. And David Ayer cut. Let's let's begin with David Ayer. <laughs> Who is he? Where did he come from? Huh? Yeah. South Central. Oh yeah. Boyle Heights. Um. Yeah, dude. I mean, I'll take a bad bad girl movie. Like, I'm down. Like, whatever. Like, I they, I like that he's saying like, oh, you know, I care so much about these properties. Like, we're gonna get DC back on track. Like, it's still bad all around. Like, and they're tr- like kind of trying to save it, but then they've they've got freaking Ezra Miller as the Flash. You know, like, and that I mean, what the hell's going on with him, right? But yeah, that's and not then, the movie's fault. But yeah, and then you've got um. Ben Affleck, who just got married with J-Lo, is a changed man. He's no longer out there scumming around with Dunkin' Donuts. Like, he's looking good. He's looking good. You know, he's happy. I don't think he's as drunk as he was. And then, he, hey, you know what? Screw it. I said I was out as Batman. I'm down to be bat- back as Batman. And and he is going to be Batman in a different movie. Yeah. 
So it's all it's all screwed. And then you got Shazam coming out with with The Rock, and somehow freaking oh well, Shazam's a thing. You know, Black Adam's a thing, and that's still it, it, like they're not going to get rid of that, right? No. But like, how are you going to tie those films into a new? New Age, you know, we care DC universe, like it's all fucked. I, I think it's all like people, the stockholders probably want to hear him say that, but deep down inside, he knows it's all it's still bad. Like they're not going to be like Marvel at all. It took Marvel years, I think, for them to get where they were. Um, yeah, DC is just not going to be that type of thing. Like I think, well, I think there's you know, so it hasn't been up to this point, right? But I also think like they have the better superheroes. And so, DC or Marvel? DC. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. For sure. Yeah, but they keep they keep messing it up. So I think having someone yeah. whose focus is like, hey, we got to get this right. And I'm sure everyone has said that, but they've been all over the place. Like they have. Correct. They're bringing Michael Keaton was supposed to be in this Batgirl movie as Batman. Um, I guess he was supposed to play like the elder Batman or something like that. I don't know how it all ties in. But then they have Ben Affleck also coming back playing some Batman. They just released a Batman movie. With mm-hmm. um, what's his name? Uh, Robert Pat Robert yeah, Pattinson. Robert Pattinson. So it's like well, the- it just gets some consistency going on. Like you, they're just they're just throwing stuff out there, and if they want the shared universe, which I honestly don't care about, I kind of like the one offs more. It's like hey, yeah, we had this crazy Batman it didn't work out. We're just gonna do a whole new Batman, and uh, you know they <laughs> a second Batman with Robert Pattinson, and they're like hey, now we're gonna do one with um. You know, Brian Tyree Henry. Why not? You know, he's our new Batman. So while this yeah. Batman franchise is going, uh, someone Ryan Coogler is going to make his Batman. It's going to be crazy. Like, I'm yeah. down for that. Like, I'm down, <laughs> I'm down for that kind of wild stuff. You're like, hey, that's that's good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but, you know, like, Warner, the Joker is also a Warner Brothers franchise. So now we got, we got, um, <laughs> like. <laughs> you got Jared Leto, who they, like, just yeah. kind of got rid of. Just got rid and of. And then. You got Joaquin Phoenix, who isn't even the Joker, like, yeah. apparently. Like, it's just not even the guy. And then now we got Harley Quinn, who has her we own. got two of them. Own, yeah, movie. But then or Margot Robbie, who's had the Birds of Prey as well. And now we're going to have uh, the musical Harley Quinn with Lady Gaga. It's just like, yeah. it's all. Is that even place. Harley Quinn? Like, is that even the real one? If that's not the real mm-hmm. Joker, why do we have Harley Quinn in there? It's it's just all over. So they they have no consistency with their properties. So if they want to find that, that I mean that's that would be commendable, and that's the next step to making a shared universe that people care about. Mm-hmm. Either way, what I what he said that I liked most of all. I mean, one he was like, "Hey, we need to focus on DC properties. They're obviously the big money makers, and we've been messing them up." Everyone agrees with that. Like that's like such a consistent thing that people say. Yeah. Uh, but he said the idea of expensive films going direct to streaming. We can't find an economic case for it. We can't find an economic value to it. So we're making a strategic shift. We fully embrace theatricals. We believe that creates interest and demand, provides a great marketing tailwind, and generates word-of-mouth buzz as films transition to streaming and beyond. We have a different view of wisdom of releasing direct streaming films, and we've taken some aggressive steps to course-correct the previous strategy. That makes so much sense to me. And when we look at Netflix, a company that we're like, how are these people making money? Like, it doesn't make any sense. Like, they're spending $200 million on this stuff. And now we have a studio who's like, hey, I can't figure out how this $90 million movie makes sense to put on streaming. I don't get it. So we're just not going to do it. I'm like, oh, okay. That that makes sense to me. So, and it's also, shout out movie theaters too, by the way. Like, movies won. Like, uh, we're, you know, we're back, baby. Theaters are in. Oh, 
Top Gun Maverick. Down now. It's, you know, <laughs> it's real. A Top Gun song, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and Tom uh, Cruise saves cinema, bro. So, and there's nothing more I love than hearing, hey, this movie was shitty, so we're not going to put it out. Like, thank goodness. I'm all about that. Save us the yeah. review, you know? Save me my hour and a half of watching this <laughs> stupid movie on HBO Max just because of the superhero. Like, oh, thank goodness. I'm so excited. And he did talk about Black Adam, Shazam 2, and The Flash as saying those are movies that are good, and he's excited about them. Like, so he did He did name drop those. Okay. Well, I think I, I'm just calling BS on them saying, like, mm. oh, like, this, like, just when it comes to Batgirl specifically, I think they just were like, I after hearing his statement, like, oh, we're we're gonna take this aggressive stance and we're a theatrical baby, you know, like we're gonna and they freaking got rid of uh Batgirl and, and Scoob. That that makes sense after that statement. It's just because they were just like, Yeah, this is not gonna support our vision. Let's not mm-hmm. even put it on streaming because you know, if if it's gonna be a tax write write off, which I when I hear tax write off, and I, again, I'm the madman. I'm not the smartest person. <laughs> I assume like, hey, reimbursement, like, hey, he's not ninety million didn't work out. Bring you ninety million back. And well, no, it's just more like they're if they they have ninety million or at least a portion of that, then whatever they owed in taxes, they're now just gonna not have to pay. So it's not it's not like getting money back, but it's like they're just not gonna take as much as they would have. Like what I would do with that money that I was gonna spend, like I'll just like buy an island or something. You know, like sure. I'm assuming it's a lot of money, and I don't know how much islands cost, but yeah, that sure. thirty million just out there. Like, hey, I what I got this back? Great, I'm gonna buy like a little spot or something. I don't know. That's not the point. But the but it's the not. point is that <laughs> that like if that's the best option, I like, right, will fuck it. Man, man's not gonna watch back. I'm sorry, but like it's it's tax write off. I literally cannot show this to you. I'm like, all right, whatever. Screw you. Just just know what you did, though. It's not because you thought that movie was really that bad. You just were not trying to spend taxes on those two films. Oh, no. It, there's if there Because you're paying taxes on these other ones. If there's a world where they thought they could make their money back, they would. I don't think... they. I think... I honestly believe that they're like, hey, the brand is more important than putting this movie out that we've already sunk money into. And, and the new CEO has said, we're not going to put... DC like comic book movies on streaming first. They're all going to theaters. These are theatrical releases. So he's just like, look, it's not good enough to go to theaters and we're not going to put it on streaming. So that's it. But what they said from test screenings is that is that it was like a bad TV show. Yeah, I mean, Bad Girl is also doomed. Like it's been doomed. They did like a recast. They got someone else. Like it's it was managed poorly for sure. <laughs> well, yeah. And then when it comes to like money wise and like putting it out on like theatric like theatrical versus like like streaming like I think the Gray Man you know we know how much money that was put in and um, I think it was only number one in Netflix for like six days or something like that maybe nine days yeah but that's even like a so theatrical versus streaming thing now Netflix is a different kind of ecosystem right like they they exist only on streaming they don't really have a theatrical ecosystem to like play in so that movie was made. For Netflix, by Netflix, you know they they are involved every step of the way. Whereas these and, are made, and but what was only top for like a little bit though. It wasn't. Yeah, I've heard. Well, I've read. I've read little things here and there. I haven't done much research, but that uh, Gray Man is not performing the way they like needed it to. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, I was pissed. Sucks to suck. I was like, when? When? 
That's what happens when you make stupid movies. At least Ryan Reynolds isn't in it. All right. Because Red Notice couldn't have done well either. I just, I'm not convinced. Uh, I I don't think so. I don't know what my review is for that. I don't know what, I don't, I, don't know what I rated high. it, but I feel like when we go back and change some scores, I might, I might have to revisit yeah, that that's one. That's a previous year, but we could talk about it. We could talk about it. No, I think it will go. Like, I think that's not even, like, that's a, we, we could change scores from our first review. It's true. Because we're different people every day. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to go back and chill. What was the first movie? Molly? Uh, Mandy? Mandy? See, I, f- I forgot the title. I might just bring it down <laughs> like a, a little more because because I forgot about it. Um, I, I just wanted to see Batgirl, bro. I just wanted to see Brendan Fraser as Firefly. I think that was his name. I would have been dope. I'm sad we're not getting Brendan Fraser, but The Whale, A24, is coming out soon. And so we'll get him soon. We'll get him soon. It's bullshit. Our boy's coming Whatever. back. Warner Bros. I mean, I don't know, man. It's all screwed. It's still, like, DC. Like, because then you could say that, and then The Flash will come out, and people are like, oh, man, the movie sucked. <laughs> like, what do you do then, huh? You know, like, well, I mean, someone's yeah. going to see Black Adam and be like, I hate this movie. Sure. But I, I think and it might be you. They said, oh, I'm sure it will be. I'm, I've not been a huge fan of the DC universe at all, but I'm also not a big fan of Marvel. So there's not, <laughs> who gives a shit what I think, right? <laughs> I hate them both equally. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't really care. You're like, except for Black Panther. Really good soundtrack. I really like Black that one. Panther. I just like that they said Coachella in it. I was like, sweet. Sick. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, hey. yeah. I've been there. Um, so that's, <laughs> that's about as far as it goes. <laughs> no, but all right, let's hop into our reviews. First up, we got Vengeance. Uh, the synopsis of Vengeance here is a journalist and a podcast, or no, a journalist and podcaster travels from New York City to Texas to investigate the death of a woman whom he hooked up with. This was written and directed by BJ Novak, uh, who you know as Ryan from The Office, starring BJ Novak, Issa Rae, and Ashton Kutcher. Ron Tomatoes here is a 79% for the critics. 85% for the audience. Uh, man, man, tell, tell us how you felt about Vengeance. Yeah, so Vengeance, I, I loved. And it's it's Ooh. like, there's a lot of thoughts that are going to come out of my mouth. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say a lot of things. Great. And there's no proofreading. I'm going to just say drunk and yeah. edit sober, right? Is, is, is there ever proofreading? Yeah. Um, uh, no. So I... If, First and foremost, I think this movie was a little bit too uh, wordy and smart for me. Um, and I okay. say smart because, I mean, I understood everything. But there were some moments where I was, like, thinking about what they said. And then, like, the next thing happened, and I was still thinking about what they said. Um, so that was a lot for me. I actually had to pay attention. Normally, I'm, like, on my phone, mm. like, on Wikipedia, reading about the movie. Says so a lot. Uh, but there's not a lot in there. So, you know, it kind of benefited me because then I was, like, looking at the screen, and I was hearing what they said. And I was like, what the hell? I thought, I thought he's trying to figure out who killed this chick, and people were talking about the meaning of life. You know, like, that's weird, but I liked it. It mm. was cool. It's a good vibe. <laughs> okay. So it's like it is, like, so it so it hit me with this like neo noir vibe, right? Mm. Kind of like under the Silver Lake. I don't think you've seen the dubs, but the, those movies are kind of like similar in the sense where the main character is trying to figure out what the heck happened to this girl, and like, like kind of like you know under the Silver Lake is obviously like it's weirder than this one. Like there's some weird stuff that happens in that one, where this one is like not just weird stuff, but just like I guess weird people. I guess like a lot of strange characters. That were charming, um, but I, I was just hooked. I, I was hooked. 
It also reminded me of uh, safe, uh, Safety Not Guaranteed, a movie that I really love. Uh, even though Safety Not Guaranteed is a lot, I guess, happier than this. is like a dark comedy. And I was thrown off when I saw Blumhouse. I was like, what the hell? It was a horror movie then. I have people just, yeah, so whoever threw their money in gets a shout out. Yeah. Um, and, uh, I, I, you know, I guess there's just not really much horror in there. But not, I was hooked. I don't know bit. what it was. <laughs> I don't know. Like I was enamored with the movie. I was enamored with the dialogue that I kind of didn't understand uh, at some moments until I did. It just took me a while to get there. And I just liked these characters that were introduced. Ashton Kutcher, I loved. I wanted to see more of him. I read mm. that this is like the highest rated movie he's ever done, but it does has it does have a really good rating. Uh and then Boyd Holbrook, who I really liked in Logan, um, he was he he was pretty cool in uh, Logan, and I was like, man, I don't know who this guy is. I hope and see him and stuff. So I was surprised to see him here, and I was like, hey, this is kind of cool. Um, and BJ Novak, who I think everyone hated in the office, um, but had his charm, um, <laughs> yeah. like, uh, I don't, yeah, who hated Ryan? Right? I mean, you like Ryan? He was an asshole. He has a dick. Oh, I mean, yeah, he's he's like funny, but I mean, yeah, he's he yeah. started the fire. You can't root for that guy. Yeah, I guess I guess I don't really hate anyone in the office. I respect them all for what they except for the Pam. Table. Pam's a bitch. Uh, no, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> just joking. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Um, okay. Yeah, um, but I was like, <laughs> like immediately when the movie started, I was like, and it's like annoying. Like the first scene in the movie, it's him and John Mayer, and they're pretty much talking about all these girls they're hooking up with, and dating and. Like the way that they're talking to each other and on their phone, like I was like part of that because I was on my phone. Oh yeah, I when I you know it's funny when I saw that scene, I was like, oh, that's like a conversation with the madman. Yeah, and then I looked up and I was like, oh shit. Um, and uh, but it, it a fun fun little John Mayer cameo in there. I like that. Apparently, he's friends with uh, B.J. Novak. Isn't that wild? He just have friends like that and just throw yeah. in movies. Apparently, Ashton Kutcher's friends with him too. He's got a posse that I want to join. I don't know. I just want to hang out with them. Yeah, they're living it up. Dude. Very Ashley I mean, Kutcher and John Mayer and BJ Novak. Like, yeah. who, who would have thought? Not I'm me. Just trying to hang out with that squad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think we could do some damage. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna just say I was enamored with the movie. And, you know, there's some podcasting and there's some journalism. I think you know they do some commentary on like today's like you know podcasting world when it comes to, like murder podcasts and just you know we just saw this movie Nope and freaking spectacles and just the way we are and consume you know media and we're freaking annoying yeah um but i just, just liked it because i was like, hey i do a podcast this is cool i i know what he's doing but Maybe i really don't <laughs> I just yeah like yeah it was a different i liked thing. it oh, wait, i liked yeah. it bud so i did too i, I did say was, i was gonna say a lot it's just heads up you did say a lot um i I did enjoy it. Um, I I really enjoyed you know him and uh, John Mayer talking at the beginning and going back and forth. And I was hyper aware because they kept saying 100. percent And I know that's something that I say. And literally everything that they were saying, they just responded like 100, oh, 100. Uh, so I was like, damn, am I like, am I these guys? I'm not. But I definitely felt like that for a minute. And they were very just kind of vapid, you know, New York uh, people just out there. Very like all the girls in their phones had names like oh like elaine from target or this from this party and stuff like that like they were everyone was just so everything is so disconnected so the movie's like a statement on like this you know culture hookup culture apps and day all this stuff but it's interesting because it's a statement on all those things 
But it's also like everything that the movie's a statement on, it's constantly talking about during the movie. Like it's so, you know, when you talk about Nope and like spectacle and things like that, but there's where Nope had like layers, right? There's no layers on this movie, right? Everything is explained to you exactly as it needs to be explained. And when characters grow, they explain to you how they're growing. And so I did like the movie. And the movie was, I think it presents itself as very smart. Um, and I like the mystery behind the movie. But I felt like it was just, I just didn't love the way it was getting its message across. And its message also felt very surface at the same time. Yeah. It didn't feel insightful in, to me. It felt like, okay, I get this. And it was like, oh, look at, I'm leaning into a stereotype. They're leaning into a stereotype. Do you get it? And I'm like, yeah, I, I do. Yeah, I, I totally get it. It's cool. So, I that being said, I did like the movie. Uh, I, I think it's original. There's some fun stuff. It just, overall, and again, there is this mystery, right? Because one of the things you said, and even in the synopsis, is like, he's going to investigate the death of a woman. That's really not what he's there to do. He's there to literally create a podcast kind of talking about because the family keeps thinking that she's been murdered and they want to figure out who killed her. And he's like, why don't these people just accept the facts that she died of an overdose? And that's just, it is what it is at no point. And he's there like trying to, I think there's even a point where they're like, are you going to do something about it? And he's like, I will define it. Or like, I, I'm good at like coming to conclusions and yeah. defining it or something like that. So yeah, I will define yeah. what it is. But he's Give trying to make a podcast talk. about how people just, you know, like buy into things and can't live up. So he his goal isn't even to figure this out. The mystery just kind of ends up unraveling a little bit anyway. So that, that part was interesting. All that stuff, like dealing with like this girl, she died, what happened, stuff like that. Like anything that involves like unpacking that mystery, I did buy into and I, I did enjoy that. Because I and I know you said you wanted a little bit longer. Because the movie didn't overstay its welcome, I don't think I had as much to be upset about. I was like, all right, it was good. It was a good little movie, like an hour and forty minutes, nothing crazy. And yeah, it did its job. I think the end was a little ridiculous. I think you had said that earlier too. Um, well, earlier when we were talking. But overall, yeah, I would still call this a recommend, especially for like an indie movie. You know, I've I, I like indie movies, smaller movie. I think B J Novak is a talented writer uh, in the sense that he wrote on the office and it's a great show. So I think he has something um, in him and something good. I, I think this was a little too wordy. It felt more like he was like, Hey, I really want to get these ideas out. How can I do that? Let me build a movie around ideas versus like, let me just put out a cool movie and I can put ideas in it. I don't know. It, so I did like it, but I didn't love it. I think you liked it more than I did. First, yeah, well, I mean, first 30 minutes, I'm like, oh, this is Ryan Howard. Like, this is, <laughs> this is Ryan. I was like, this is kind of annoying. And I was like, all right, well, let me stop thinking, like, this is Ryan. Let me just think this is this character, and this is what this movie is trying to do. But then, yeah. like, the whole movie is like, there's a lot of moments where the, people are just talking. And they're saying, like, no, this is this is because of the pharmaceutical companies, and this is because of who's our you know who's president right now this is because you know like and so i'm i'm, I'm like all right this is, this is all over the place like just talking about like meaning of life talking about like you know who's at fault like like i thought we're investigating a murder here <laughs> i was yeah. like what's going on and uh but i just i i just kept getting caught up in the things that they were saying and um 
and and you know the score has a lot of play too. I I really enjoyed the score and the way the movie progressed. Um, I I did read that B.J. Novak he wanted to make a movie about a, a freaking blue state podcaster going to mm. a red state. And uh, you know when you talk about surface stuff and kind of the things that they're saying and it's 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 very surface. Uh, you're I think you're right on that. Yeah, he definitely could have gone deep, like you know. Really could have gone in on the deeper themes rather than just having, you know, be something that was said. Like, he really could have yeah. got in on it. Um, So he did have an agenda. I think he accomplished his agenda. And when it comes to, like, an indie film, I, I think it worked. The movie did have a vibe. Um, it for sure could have been better. Um, but I did enjoy my time. I did enjoy watching it. Um, and... I think the surrounding cast are people that are not that known uh, other than like Ashton Kutcher and maybe that Boyd guy that I'm telling you about. Um, but I think they, they did a good job. I, I, I think they, they really complimented um, BJ Novak, right? Cause he's the guy and yeah. uh, is the Ray shout, shout out to her too. She, she kind of worked and some of the movies I've seen her recently. I'm like, ah, I'm just, I, I like who she is. I think she's super like, Talented, insecure is dope, but some of the movies that she's in, some of the characters she plays, I'm I'm not thrilled about it. I'm like not excited about it. I, she just worked in this movie as like his boss, right, or his boss friend. Yeah, I no she, was, she was his boss. Oh, she she like, worked. Was she greenlit his idea and approved? Yeah. it and produced his podcast. It worked out. I think it worked out very well. Um, I I uh I haven't seen Ashton Kutcher in a long time, so it was True. cool just seeing him on screen. And he's such a cool guy. I just think he's so cool. Maybe I I just like Ashton Kutcher. He's got this certain type of charisma, you know. And I just like I think even BJ Novak was like enamored with him. He was like, oh man, I thought I was here in Texas with a bunch of dumb hicks, but yeah. you're here. This is you're like me, you know. To be um, fair, they were really leaning into how dumb they were. Yeah, I mean, I want to do my three word review and uh. what we're gonna rate with. <laughs> it's gonna showcase some of those elements, but all right. Well, okay. And so I'll just jump in. I'll I'll just jump wait, wait, in. Well, what do you want to rate it with? Correct. Yeah. So what? Probably one of my favorite scenes was the water, uh, the Whataburger scene. All right. Cool. I'm so, I'm so down for Whataburgers. Yeah, and when, when boy just goes in, he's like, "Yeah, but wh- why?" He's like trying to tell them, like, "Why do you like what? Like, what a burger?" Tell me something that you love about where you live. What a burger! Um, okay, yeah. great. Um, tell me about it. You want to go right now? Yeah, uh, let's go. I'm ready. You want- <laughs> just no, just uh, tell me about it. You're gonna love Whataburger, Ben. Oh, it's the best. <laughs> what makes it the best? Wherever you are, there's a Whataburger. Yeah. It's always right there. Okay. And then when you get there, what do you like about it? What do you get? Yeah, whatever you want. You could order whatever you want, Ben. Right. But there are a lot of places like that. So let's say <clears throat> there's a McDonald's, a Burger King, a Sonic, and a Whataburger all lined up. Which one do you go to? Whataburger! Right, right. Why? Because, because it's, it's right, right there. there! Yes! Three-word review. It's going to be in in the mouth. Uh, another fun oh, scene. Yeah, the coffee. I just really enjoyed. In the mouth is how I consume this movie. Um, <laughs> hopefully, when you watch it, you'll understand that reference. <laughs> but I was like, "Oh, this is this is awesome!" I was like, "I love this." Um, 
I, I really, I don't know if this is a spoiler. I'll just say, I, I really like that, like, he didn't hook up with, like, the younger sister. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because I'm like, I don't know if you, when you're watching it, it's like, oh, this is kind of a weird vibe going on here. No, I, no, I, I didn't feel like that. Um, but I, I did note Tiss. I was like, oh, I'm glad because he has, has a girl come over at the beginning of the movie and they, like, hook yeah. up and, you know, it's just talking about how him and John Mayer are hooking up with all these girls. And then they didn't show them, like, getting intimate. I was like, oh, cool. Like Me too. You, what's the point? Like, you don't need it. We totally understand that they're, like, hooking up. Like, you don't yeah. need to show it. Like, you, you literally gain nothing from it. And so I actually noted that as, like, oh, hey, good for you, BJ Novak. <laughs> uh, my, my score is 85. Um, oh, I'm giving it 85. Okay. I really enjoyed this movie. I think it was well done. Um, directorial debut, I think, from BJ Novak. Yes. I think we all know he could write. Um, yeah. I, I didn't think he was that intellectual, or at least wanted to appear that uh, intellectual. He, he wants to. Um, but I, uh, but I enjoyed it. I, I, I really enjoyed it. Um, and I think it's going to be one of those movies that I'm going to keep revisiting. And I think okay. the more I watch it, the more I'm just going to lo- like really like it. Um, because I'm like, it's almost like when you're watching the movie, you're caught up in this like mystery of like this, this girl's death. When I was watching this movie, I was just caught up in the film. I was just caught up in what it was trying to accomplish. And I, 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 I as it kept progressing and as BG Novak's character kept progressing, I just, I, I kept sinking my teeth in. I loved it. Copy that. Huge uh-huh. recommendation. Huge wreck. Okay. I like that. Um, you know, yeah, so my score's going to be a little bit lower, but I, I still thought it was good. I'm giving this one a uh, 76 Whataburgers out of 100. Um, there's a lot to like here. Shout out Indie Movie. I, I don't think any of the actors really shine to the point where it's like, oh, you were, you're doing something more than I've seen before, or there's something here that really, you know, needs to be recognized or just talked about. But it was to all serviceable. I would say the movie itself, totally, totally serviceable. Um my through review is going to be surface level observations. I think so much was hinging on like that aspect of it. And it just really didn't feel profound to me, but I, I still liked what they were trying to do. It just didn't feel profound to me. I, I hope that you watch it and feel different again. I think everyone should see it. So shout out uh, vengeance and I'm ready for more BJ Novak. hundred percent. That was my other potential through review. A hundred percent. <laughs> that's a good one. Oh, i man i wanted to for a three word to like the the thing that she would say because they'd talk about old phones and how they would say like i love you or like shit like that like yeah it was like 3c3 or like i don't, I don't know what it was but yeah i forget the number but yeah. yeah also too the first time they said the number i was like i know what that is bro i know what that is and then yeah. it took the movie way too long to get there yeah yeah it's all right though Believe in ghosts, yeah. Look, kid. Yeah. I don't know why they give him that nickname too. That was absurd, but El Stupido. Yeah, he doesn't speak Spanish. I'm like, all right, guys. Let's... <laughs> and, then, and I was like, man, I don't want to go to Texas. This place sucks. I was like, the cop system sucks. Yeah. Everyone's getting fucked up. I guess like everyone's showing up to the party. Like, I don't know. That doesn't sound like fun. No, bad things happen in Texas, brother. Copy that. Bad things happen in Texas. This is an anti-Texas Except podcast. Except for Whataburger. Whataburger is the state. If you're in Texas, 
go inside a water burger and just hang out there until you find like rescue until so- someone rec- rescues you. Let's hop into our let's hop into our next review here for Bullet Train, the movie of the week. Uh, this is the synopsis here is Ladybug is an unlucky assassin who de- who is determined to do his job peacefully after one too many gigs have gone off the rails. Fate, however, may have other plans as his latest mission puts him on a collision course with lethal adversaries from around the globe, all with connected yet conflicting objectives on the world's fastest train. This one's directed by David Leach. He is a action director. He has done Deadpool 2 and 3, did Hobbs and Shaw, Atomic Blonde. This guy likes to make action movies. He was also at one point Brad Pitt's stunt double. Fun fact. Now, this is written by Zach Olkowicz, um, whose only other writing credit is Fear Street 2. So he's someone's cousin, but he's out there. He's doing it. He's getting... <laughs> good for him. You know, hey, why, why can't it be me, right? Uh, this one's starring Brad Pitt, Joey King, Aaron Taylor Johnson, Brian Tyree Henry, and uh, Bad Bunny. Bye bye, bye bye. Um, and Rotten Tomatoes here at 54% for the critics, 80% for the audience. Uh, Madman, what did you think of Bullet Train? It's getting killed. Uh, I don't think it's as bad as the world is putting it out to you. I, and I've talked to a few people about it too, where I'm like, hey, you should talk, you, you should watch Bullet Train. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. Like, oh, really? It's, it's like 50 some like percent on Rotten Tomatoes. I'm like, ah, that's bullshit. Don't listen to it. Big audience guy, big audience score. Guy. Oh yeah, like it's you know the audience is gonna be okay with this. Um, and I feel like I, I, I just I really do not understand why people do not like this that much. Yeah, and and Rotten Tomatoes is you know when we're talking about like Twitter and like Twitter responses, people on Twitter like being toxic and annoying. Like some of the some of the reviews on Rotten Tomatoes are so annoying, so like yeah. pretentious. Like, ugh, shut up, dude. You can say it's bad, like that's fine, but don't like, ugh, like I, I don't know, man. Some of the stuff I was reading, I was like, man, you guys suck, dude. And then like the like the good ones, I was like, there you go. There See? you go. You can you do understand. both. You can do both. You can review it and not be an asshole. Yeah, a lot of fun. Movie was a lot of fun. Uh, you know. I, I didn't read the book that it's based on, I, I think, right? Is that what, I mean, I'm not reading books. Oh, I don't, yeah. Um, it's based on a book? It's great. Why not? I see I see the trailer. Brad Pitt, he's on a train. Shit's happening. You know, every, you know, it's a whole, like, it's a whole Smoke and Aces vibe. I liked it. I liked it. The action was cool. Uh, Brad Pitt's kind of a, like an idiot. It's kind of a dummy, uh, which I loved. Uh, I, I liked that a lot. Yeah. Because it, it just, you know, it, it, Brad Pitt, I feel like he, he has a lot of cards in the sleeve. And uh, and I like this card, the funny one. You know, hey, Brad Pitt, funny guy. And uh, and fun fun action, fun action. A lot of cameos. Bad, Bad Bunny is in it. I was tripping mm. out because you're like Bad Bunny. And I look, I'm looking at the cast. I'm like, where the hell is Bad Bunny at? Plot twist, his name is Benito. No idea. Yeah. But my man Benito was in it. And 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 you could be like concerned, right? You're like, oh, why is Bad Bunny in a movie? Like, I don't like Bad Bunny. And then you watch the movie, you're like, I, I, yeah, I kind of like, like Bad Bunny. I, like Bad I Bunny. like Bad Bunny. I'm yeah. saying like people are like, oh, like, you know, like Ugh. the movie with Bad Bunny. Yeah, pass. Like, no, no, no. Watch the movie, though. No, and it's got Brad Pitt. I mean, that's I don't know whatever negative feelings you may or may not have towards Bad Bunny. I can't imagine that it would like supersede. The positive feelings one would have for Brad Pitt. 
just feels bananas to me. It happens though. Like, it, come on, it happens. You see a like a name, and you're like, ugh. And then, but like, whatever. I I get that. I for sure get it. Yeah. I thought it was cool. I don't know if this is acting to be like first time he's acting in the movie. Thought it was fine. I liked it. Um, and and, and the surrounding cast too. It's been a while since I seen Aaron Taylor Johnson, so that's pretty cool. I I liked him in the movie. I thought it was really funny. I liked him and his brother, Brian uh, Terry Henry. Um. I like their like I, I I like love codenames. I think we when we talked about Top Gun Maverick, everyone's got their call sign, right? In this movie, yeah. everyone's got a name, you know, Ladybug is Brad Pitt. You know, you got the Prince, Tangerine Lemon, the Father, the Elder, White Death, who I freaking love. Shout out to my man. Ooh, um, spoilers. Was that a spoiler? I, I mean, think he yeah. was in the trailer. Well, they don't reveal his character. Right. Well, the white death but not who it is i wasn't like i they could have had like if it was counter reeves i would have been like oh hell yeah I'm like, you're, you're not asian which we're gonna get there but yeah, um he's russian he's not supposed to be asian oh i'm just racist then. i don't know <laughs> but look i like the movie <laughs> so the movie the was fun it was a guy. lot of fun white with white death is literally his name um you are correct yeah and his son is freaking logan lerman little white ass looking like freaking Pete davidson um i like the movie the movie was a lot of fun i enjoyed it it was on a plane it was on a uh, it was on a train it was not on the plane it was on a train y'all and uh it kept me entertained enough to like keep wanting them in the train you know because you can get tired you know and it's not like snowpiercer where like every like part of the train it's like a different world you know like yeah there's different vibes in the train but um it was in it was entertaining remind me of like scott pilgrim versus the world like that's very like cartoony vibes yeah it gave off that feeling and i liked it for me it worked i didn't have to think that hard about it and nothing makes me more excited than watching a movie i do not have to think about it we just talked about vengeance it's like a movie that has like a lot of like ideas it wants to get across and even nope last week about a lot of layers and this movie is there's nothing. There is nothing there. And I and that's refreshing, ain't it, brother? Yeah. Ain't, isn't that just fine? Yes, so it was. I, I enjoyed it. I liked it a lot. I was very cautious because the trailers look so like flippant that I was like, ah, oh, this might not work is a weird tone that they're trying to achieve. I I dug the tone. For me it worked. I love Brad Pitt. I liked him in this role. I thought he was funny. He was charming. He was good. Um, he was as someone he, he like didn't pick up a gun. He's like trying just to not do it, and it has very much like clerks. Like I'm not even supposed to be here today. Type of energy the whole time. Yeah, he's like, oh man, like I just like, I picked, I just up, picked shift. up a shift. Yeah, like what's going yeah. on? You know, it's funny, and this is why we talk about these things, right? Because I don't know how I would have perceived this movie if I watched it a month before I saw like something like The Gray Man, which was a movie on Netflix that. I felt like a snob for not loving, even though I gave it a higher rating than you. But, you know, there's like a part of me that's just like, this is like a fun action movie, right? Like, right? Isn't it? Like, shouldn't it be? And so many people seem to like it. The audience score is so high. I'm like, gosh, like, what am I missing? And I, I'm trying to, like, convince myself to like it. I'm like, it's got Ryan Gosling. It's got Chris Pine. Why wouldn't I? Or Chris Evans. Why would I like this? And then i see this and i'm like oh see this is better this is an action like a comedy that's now it's a totally different tone for sure than gray man is going for but it's fun and there's nothing to it 
but it's super and it's also r-rated I, I last time we talked about it when i looked it up it said it was pg-13 this movie is definitely rated r oh um, yeah, you so, see some scenes yeah <laughs> for sure it is super violent uh it, it reminded me mo- more than anything of just like john wick with the kind of the violence aspect and yeah yeah, yeah. Um, which is like, and this, I oh, David Leach also apparently like co-directed the first John Wick, like an unnamed co-director, like uncredited. Yeah, yeah. So that hyper violence stylized, but still like presented in a way because even though it's very violent, and if you take scenes at surface value and just look at them, it's a super bloody, violent movie. I think the tone of it, kind of the whimsy of it all, makes it like sting less, and so you kind of just get this movie that has a little bit. Uh, of an unfolding plot that's I thought it would be confusing because I thought there was going to be more characters involved. I don't know why if you would ask me how many characters were on the poster, I, I would have told you like 300. There's really only like <laughs> six main characters. So it, it doesn't get too convoluted and enough people start dying that you don't have to follow everyone. Um, but it was interesting. It was good. Uh, it was, you know, there was enough this weird little story going around that I stayed interested. There was a moment when this movie has, because there's nothing under the surface. There was a moment when it kind of slowed down. There was like a good 10 minutes where I was like, oh, don't lose me. Don't lose me, bullet train. And then they, they got that shit back. They pulled me back in. Like, All right, <laughs> let's go. And they finished off strong. It was fun. I thought it was fun. I, I don't have much yeah. bad to say about this movie. Um, It's not... I don't think it's a great movie, but to me, this is like the, the epitome of just like dumb, stylized entertainment. There were some cameos I liked, some I hated, some that I really liked. Um, well, I don't want to ruin any, but one was very close to one. It uh, reminded me of their same cameo from This Is The End that I really enjoyed and uh, just the tone of it. Uh, and, yeah, I overall, fun movie. I think most people will have a great time watching Bullet Train. Amen, brother. Amen. <laughs> and I'm And I'm happy you enjoyed it. Because uh, this one could be, you know, it, I mean, people hate it. I don't know. I'm really confused why people hate it so much. Yeah, me too. Because um, I thought it was a lot of fun. I thought it was a lot of fun. And it was cool. And I I just really like Brad Pitt. I liked his style, too. His outfit, the way he looked. Oh, yeah. like, I just liked the movie. It was really good. And the soundtrack freaking bang, bro. There was like. Oh, yeah. Uh, I need a hero, like I freaking, need a hero. And you know, Japanese like a version Japanese of version song. of it. Yeah. I, I didn't think I needed that in my life with a sword fight. I was like, bro, this is lit. I was like, I love this. Now, not 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 to put a damper on things. No, no, right we on did the get some heat with like whitewashing, like the cast, um, oh. because it's based on a book, and you know, everyone's, you know, this movie you got Brad Pitt is white. Yeah, I'm assuming right. Yeah, Brian. Terry Henry, and you have all these other characters, and they all they all could have been, you know, Asian, Asian descent, and I think it would have worked still. But I, I still, I, I when they were, I, I think explaining like why they like casted Brad Pitt, like why they did that, like why why this movie is the way it is. They're like, look, we're 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 trying to, you know, it's a great story. We love this story. We want this to hit like on a on a global scale, right? Where everyone can enjoy it. And Brad Pitt's a superstar. Yeah, and he has that bankability. Because you know what? Like, would you rather, like, I don't know if this is like the lesser of two evils, right? But, and I don't even know the point I'm trying to make here, but it's like, would you rather <laughs> watch, like, would you rather watch this, this, this movie with this cast and just this film, right? Or would you rather watch the, like, the, I guess the true film, right? And they have, you know, everyone, you know, Asian descent. And then 
America, you know, buys the rights and makes another, like they make a remake of that, you know, and they legit whitewash it with like everyone's white. Oh, I mean, I don't, I, like, I, don't, I don't think this movie is like, I, I don't think the whitewashing thing in the, for this movie is like, should be that extreme. I don't know if that makes sense. Well, this is also not like a direct. So apparently when they were first creating this movie, it was like a grittier, like, drama like r-rated like action movie like more of a thriller and then they were like you know what we're just going to kind of do more of a fun thing so i don't know i mean for what it is it doesn't i don't know anything about the source material so i'm sure there's fans of it that like care like for instance like another round right danish film that we talked about on the podcast one best international feature at the oscars and then, like, Leo's production company bought the rights to that movie. And I think we were both oh, yeah. like, oh, fuck, no, please don't. Like, because the movie doesn't seem to make sense outside of the context that the movie was made in. Um, yes. Another movie that I really enjoy is, like, The Raid Redemption. It's an Indonesian film. It's all in Indonesian. One of the best oh, yeah. action movies I've ever seen. I think I name-dropped it on the last podcast we just did. They the There is a U.S. company that bought the rights to that, and they're talking about making a U.S. version of it. I don't see how that will work or like carry the charm that that original has. So yeah. if you know the source material and you care about it, I'm sure you're like, bro, what are you doing? Uh, for me, I don't know anything about it. I just like Brad Pitt. So I want the Brad Pitt version every time until I know there's something else out there. Uh, I'm down to see the other version. I'm down to see like the gritty, like this is exactly how the novel is or whatever. I'm down yeah. to see that too. But what this was, it was cool. I felt like it was like a palate cleanser. It's a good way to end the summer. I liked it. Yeah, I I agree with the palate cleanser for sure. <laughs> and again, I did not have to think that hard about it. And maybe oh, no. it helped out that I saw like, I think it would have helped out if I, I probably would have rated this higher if I saw this before. No, if I saw this after Vengeance. Mm. I don't know. And also, if I was, like, inebriated, I probably would have, like, oh, this is 95. Like, this is a very high movie for me. <laughs> but, uh, but no, I, I still enjoyed my time. I, I enjoyed my time. I, I think it was a good, fun film. And I'm down to see more of them. Yeah. I, I saw, like, a post on Reddit. It's like, bullet train, like, bullet boat, like, bullet, like, just, you know, just plane, like, bullet, like, just keep changing the yeah no there's like a movie called panic room and they just go into panic room there's a movie called phone booth colin, colin farrell's just in a phone booth it works it all works if you do it like if you figure it out Worked it can out. work they can't do phone booth right now though they ain't got no we ain't got no phone booths that's true it'd be weird it would take place in england i guess right there's still those I like red guess. ones yeah hey mate um all right so how, how do you want to rate uh this movie <laughs> um so the I think it's wasabi pistachios that he kept smacking on that just looked delicious, and I was like, okay. I want some of those. But then I know my dumbass is gonna buy some and eat them, and they're gonna be so gross. I'm gonna throw them away or yeah. something. Give does them to not them. does not sound good. Um, yeah. Okay. But so the way he ate them was just smacking. Or that so he'd like next is seltzer. All right. So those okay. I I had the boom slang was obviously one of them. Okay. Um, but the other thing I had that I thought might resonate with you because it's just obscure enough. Is the Momonga glasses? I yes, yes. Right. You want to do that? I like that. Okay, I like it because there's Thomas the Tank Engines, which is like a little more like obvious. That's like yeah, that's like wholesome and heartwarming and stuff. But the yes. Momonga glasses that he puts. on. I like that. Yeah, character too. The like, it, like they introduce like who that character is. Like, I love yeah. it. 
I was like, bro, this movie is fun. I was like, hell yeah. I like looked around. I was like, bro, this is great. Yeah, I think so. There's like certain parts of it, right? So, like, where, like, so there's some jokes. For instance, there's two characters that are um, Lemon and Tangerine, and they're kind of arguing about yeah. their name. And then every single time they introduce themselves to someone, they're like, oh, like the fruit? And like, yeah, like the fruit. And then they kind of keep, you know, bickering about how dumb their names are. Like, that yes. joke personally doesn't, didn't like super work for me. And that was like a running joke they had throughout the movie. It wasn't like hitting me as funny each time. But those two same characters got into like an argument. It was like one of my favorite. This is when I got sold on the movie. I was like, all right, I'm gonna like this because they're sitting there and they're like, oh, you know, it's not like it's not about you. They're talking to this guy. It's about the you know 16 people we killed to save you. And he's like, no, 17. He's like, no, 16. And he's like, no, 17. And then they're they're arguing, and then it just goes to like the 17 people we killed, and then it's like a montage of all the people they murdered in the past couple of days. It was oh, just so funny. Yeah, like and they're just counting them off as yeah. they go along. I was like, this is, I'm here for this. Like, this is a goofy, bloody, fun movie. Uh, but yeah, yeah, so shout out, shout out those. But the Momondo glasses, because the show comes on after Thomas Tank Engine, and he has those, and they put them on the uh, the character of the, uh, well, the son uh, when he. Freaking Logan Lerman. Yeah, yeah Logan I was Lerman. like, bro, who is this guy? I was like, I know this. It's Logan Lerman. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> but he just looks like little Zan or something. You know, like he's got like, face <laughs> yeah. tattoos. And Going through it. <laughs> it looks like dirty. Yeah, you know, like. Okay, bro, so, that's Pricks of Being Wallflower right there. Yeah, that's real. I've not seen it. Um, so hit us with your uh, three word and your score. Yeah, so my three word review is going to be kind of like anime. That's okay. just what it is. Uh, it just reminds me of an anime. Um, you know, it makes sense that it's based on a graphic novel. It feels like one. Yeah, it feels like a live action one. Really enjoyed it. Uh, my score for this is going to be an eighty three, which oh, I think sweet. is pretty oh, yeah. high. Yeah. Um, but I, I just really enjoyed it. I I don't know. It was a lot of fun. Uh, I think the third act, right? The third act. You know, I feel like the ending was. I I don't know if rush or kind of just like, um mid is like the right thing i'm gonna just say mid i feel like i've been using mid a lot okay it's kind of mid the way it ended um and you know some of the ongoing jokes got a little like stale at the end yeah. of it um but i but i one thing that i did love was the whole little sayings that brad pitt says where yeah he's like just you know he's in the middle of fire like hurt people hurt people yeah very mike the situation like, hey, yeah if you're yes 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 if you're pointing your finger, watch out. You got four fingers pointed back at you. It's like, well, like three. Well, yeah, I'm not like, sure. Well, how that's works. weird. Like, yeah. I just like, I, like in the middle of a fight. Like, I just loved it. Yeah. Yeah. He's There's a character that terrible. like dies and he's like, oh, damn. Like, fuck. Like, do you, like, do you have any backup? And like, no. It's like, oh, shit. <laughs> well, damn, that sucks. He's like bumped out about it. It's just like, yeah. I, he's just so goofy and dumb. I loved it. And the cameos, though, the cameo that you, you hated, I loved. I was like, yes! I got up and clapped. Yeah, it was stupid. It wasn't. It's not worth me hating, and it's not worth you being that excited about either. That's how pointless it, is, it was. When Brad Pitt's like, yeah, that, that guy's a dick. Like We all know. Yeah, I, I, like, did, I, know, I did like I know that. Dubs appreciated that comment. That's true. That's true. All right. Um. So, yeah, I think, <laughs> yeah. again, fun movie. Uh, I'm giving this one an 81. 81 Momongo glasses out of 100. Um, and my three-word review is actually going to be, there's a part in the movie, I was like, oh, I'm going to write this down. When Lemon and Tangerine are talking to each other, 
there's a part and he's like, I, I need to hear three words from you. And then uh, he says, oh, saved his son. And he's like, nope, that's not the three words I need to hear. And he's like, all right, we are fucked. And he's like, that's it. Um, so those are my two three-word reviews. That's my second movie <laughs> with two three-words. But uh, no, fun, well, fun movie sorry. overall. I think anyone watching it will have a good time. And uh, all these critics that gave it, yeah, like the fact that it's in the 50s just blows my mind. I just don't know why people yeah. are so so upset about it. But um, yeah, with an average rating of 5.6 out of 10, it just feels low. I, I don't know. But yeah, whatever works. That's why we're here. That's why we're here. That's why you listen to Screen Champs. You watch a fun movie, Bullet Train. It's fun. Have a good time. It's better than Gray Man for sure. Oh yeah. So someone legit said freaking uh let's get Rex Reed. Just oh. when you think you've seen the worst movie ever made, along comes a pile of toxic waste called Bullet Train. <laughs> See, that's just crazy. What a freaking loser, dude. Yeah. This guy looks like he looks like he should be dead. He looks like Dan Patrick's dad. That's how old he's gonna look. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Annoying. Rex Reed. Yeah. What a stupid review. Can we? Uh, say yeah. Everyone just Twitter? like find him on Ron Tomatoes or Twitter or whatever. And just, yeah. Just saying that he's a bad man or something. Let's harass him online. Yeah, dude. That what people do. We'll get him. We'll get him. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Rex Reed. Who do you think you are, bro? A freaking Stanley Lee created superhero. Shut up. Yeah. What do you? Okay. Your name's Alliteration. What are your parents? English majors? <laughs> Fucking loser. Uh, all right. Yeah. <laughs> no, so yeah. Yeah, Rex Reed, the guy sucks. Um, the guy sucks, dude. I, 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 bet he, I bet he just, like, has bad posture or something, yeah. Oh, for sure. For sure. That's, I mean, <laughs> there's no arguing that. Um, I'm trying to think of the nicest bad thing to say. The nicest bad thing to say? Like, oh, you have flat feet, don't you? You bitch. Um, <laughs> just kidding just joking god god forbid i meet this guy yeah i'm gonna pants him or something like, rex you should hop on the pod brother <laughs> you're a reviewer yeah we kind of do something similar uh <laughs> we just berate him in a white room a white podcast room we rent a room just start going to have on just start reading every bad thing he said you know like oh man Oh, be like, hey, so we we liked Bullet Train. Let's start there. Go. Like, oh, What's up? Uh, toxic what, what would you define toxic waste? Are you familiar with uh, plastic's effect on the, the universe right now? Do you have anything to say to the people in Hir- Hiroshima? <laughs> oh, so this movie's toxic? Are you aware of the atomic bomb in World War yeah. II, sir? Is that not yeah. toxic to you? You insensitive piece of shit. Yeah. yeah. Where's, your, where's your mom at? Shame on you. You're just <laughs> in one of those. I like that. Yeah. Oh. If someone says shame on you, like you've that hurt, that hurts you. You're yeah. just like fuck. I feel bad for your mother. That's another one. Oof. Rough. I hate that one. That's, those are final words right there. Yeah. Well, that's it. Shouldn't it should be humbling words? But instead, yeah, there's something about I feel sorry for your mother that makes you act worse than you were acting before. So that's not correct. Not great, but hey, you do what yeah. you can. You usually uh, get arrested after someone says that. Whoa, let's uh, stay out of jail. Guys. <laughs> uh, no, I'm just kidding. But uh, all right, well, I think that wraps up our episode here. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, we'll catch you ASAP. This this one we had a little gap here. I moved into a new place, so like it was just busy, bit still busy, but you know, got time to do this. 
I'm going to Vegas next weekend for five days, which is just Ooh. a long time, but it's going to be a good Let's time. Go. And uh, so we'll see when we can get one out. And I'm excited for uh, Bodies, Bodies, Got Bodies coming out. I'm also kind bodies, of excited bodies, bodies. for The Fall. Um, I know it's kind of like a gimmick movie where it's just about like someone potentially falling. I don't know if you watch that trailer, but I, you know, so many movies I just watch, and I just know it's a movie. Stuff like that still like makes my stomach churn. So it's just nice to feel something. Oh, damn. Who stars in The Fall? Oh, hey, you'll love it. I don't know a damn person in that. Just <laughs> two nondescript women. I don't Hell know yeah, who they dude. are. I'm, I'm pumped. Yeah. I'm excited. There you go. All right, sweet. Well, uh, we'll catch you guys ASAP. Thanks for listening. You're the best. Peace. Peace.